1: And the actor goes to everything everywhere, everywhere. Hello everyone and welcome to the next Best Picture podcast. I'm your host Matt Negley. A time of recording is 10:37 pm on February 26, 2023. Here to join me today to discuss the winners of the 29th annual Screen Actors Guild Awards I have Dan Baer.
2: Hello, what a wonderful
1: night. Zoe Rose Bryant. God, this feels so good. (laughs) Meredith Loftus.
3: I'm feeling everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: And Eve O'Day.
3: You know, women are talking.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! You know, amongst all the craziness, just a euphoric high, I almost missed that, and I, I, like... I had a moment where I thought to myself, "Wait, that, that didn't just happen, right? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing things clearly." But no, no. Mark Wahlberg got up on stage, clearly did not know what movie Sarah Polley had directed this year, and called it "Women Are Talking." <laughs> well, uh. men, women, children, everyone are talking this evening about the really wild roller coaster of an evening that was the SAG Awards. <laughs> you know, it was funny because. Before they started, I'm over here in LA uh, for this recording, and I turned to Will Mavity, who, whose place I'm staying at, and I said to him, you know, I have a feeling that this might be a very boring award show. They might just go with all the predictable winners and not <laughs> any curveballs whatsoever.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, do I have egg on my face for that one. More of just <laughs> egg, a side of bacon, <laughs> sausage, lettuce, <laughs> tomato, dear God. Oh, man, what an evening.
2: I mean, right out the gate, they just said, we choose violence. Chaos.
3: Chaos, baby. Chaos,
2: I fucking
1: love it. But just like how Jobu Tupaki brings about chaos to the multiverse, <laughs> 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 there was violence to be found this evening. Stop. And all is right with the world as we head into an Oscar night where everything, everywhere, all at once is now not only... The PGA winner, the DGA winner, but also the SAG winner. And not just that, too. It is the most awarded film in SAG history with four wins tonight.
3: I can't get over it. It's so it feels like it shouldn't be real. You know, hearing that stat and even. Putting all the chips down on them, but they just proved everyone wrong tonight and i'm just i love it i love it so much
1: i had to take a moment and figure it out for myself i was like there's no way that no film has won four sag awards before something must have nope and no when i looked it up it's three for everybody or two it really is, I think, just
0: such a testament to the film's ever-growing strength, even beyond our wildest imagination, because even though I have felt the passion for it for so long, and I think it's become very apparent, especially in the fall on, it is it is going to break even further records. Like, this gives me so much hope for it to really over-index up the Oscars as well. The fact that it was able to be the first film to do this here at the SAC Awards is just Mind boggling and shows that the love for this film is it will never end, it will it can grow and grow and grow, and there will still never be enough.
1: And I want to be very clear about something because there are a lot of people out there who do not like this film, <laughs> they hate this film, they want to see this film fail. What I will say to them is this it's okay to disagree, it is okay to have a differing opinion, but. I personally do not believe that this is the beginning of some sort of turning point in Oscars, awards, or cinematic history that will result in a death nail or the end of something. Maybe the end of something to a previous generation that just can't seem to get with the program of where the industry is going or doesn't like it. But for majority of us out there, I think this is a monumental uh, shift that we're seeing happening right now where the conversation of what a, a Best Picture winner can possibly be, that is just like like our notions of that have completely gone out the window. And we now need to accept that anything can truly rise to the occasion if it has that level of passion and support, no matter what genre it's from, no matter uh, the color of the skin of the people that are leading it no matter if the directors are unheard, indie, quirky, weird out there (laughs) against the grain, artists that quite frankly, some people view as being just not worthy of this recognition. No, no, the movie speaks for itself and it's obviously connecting with more than just the film Twitter bubble or Gen Z. And I think that with each passing award show, you're seeing more and more evidence of it. You can't keep telling yourself that this is a, um, how do you say, I, I, woke politics vote for identity politics, if you will, or something along those lines. No, people love this movie, plain and simple.
2: The love in that room for this movie and the cast members was real you could feel it like the applause every single time and like no one could command that level of applause the way they did on stage at the end with James Hong like that was that was real that was spontaneous it was not planned and it's not for any other reason than people love it the (laughs) thing that has always like worried me so much about this film is that there are people who hate it (laughs) you know who would have it last on their ballot if they had it on their ballot at all but as we've seen it people love this movie it's it's the same sort of thing that i keep reminding myself like yes it's a weird movie but the shape of water also won best picture and that's a weird fish fucking movie
1: And also, too, you you know, you have Moonlight defeating La La Land. We've seen evidence in recent years of movies like Mad Max Fury Road, Get Out, hell, even something like Joker, for as many detractors as it has out there. The definition of what is an Oscar-worthy film has completely changed ever since they expanded the membership in 2014, 2015, technically. And it's been for the better. I think so
0: yeah and i think that not only is uh, everything everywhere obviously representing you know genre films and more idiosyncratic indies getting their due with awards bodies rightfully so but i always do have a problem too like with people who who don't like the movie which is totally fine but also failing to recognize this, like, titanic importance that it is bringing to the industry and the fact that we may have the second woman of color to ever win Best Actress and first Asian woman. And if you can't respect that legacy that it is about to bring about, I... I don't know what to do with you because, you know, separate your feelings from the film for for what it stands for and what it means because this is just insane to live during. I can't believe we're witnessing this right now.
1: And look what else it also did too. It has introduced Stephanie Shu to so many people. It has reintroduced Kehi Kwan to so many people. It has given Jamie Lee Curtis, a woman that we have seen work tirelessly for years and have wanted to see get some level of recognition, well, she's getting it by being associated with this movie and being one hell of a cheerleader for it as well. And if you can't get down with that, I don't know what to tell you at that point. But with that said... I don't want us. I don't want this to turn into an us 1st them sort of thing. All right, like we've all said our piece. So let's move on, and let's talk about the winners tonight. What they mean for the Oscar race, shall we?
3: Let's do it.
1: So, first things first. I don't understand why, when we're streaming, we can go over the uh, allotted time limit, speeches were not played off, I mean, yeah, they were told that they had a, a counter for time, but nobody was played off, I don't understand why the stunt categories needed to be presented on the red carpet, why not make them a part of the show, like, truly, what is wrong with just doing that at this point? I'm hoping that this is something that can be rectified next year when Netflix is truly in the fold with the presentation of the show.
3: Yeah, they're not giving enough credit to what stunt actors do or like stunt crews do. And um, in the same way that like we used to hail films for like choreography and like musicals, I feel that stunts and action movies kind of replaced a lot of that love there and, but they also are worthy to be recognized. So like, yeah, I, I love the overall presentation of what they did this year, but I feel like they will win a lot of people over when they have all categories streaming and all of them get their due as far as their uh, uh, speeches go. Well, I think maybe the success of everything everywhere could you know, help the sort of advocacy behind, uh, you know, instating a stunts category at the Oscars because now finally a film that has such extensive use of stunts is is an Oscars success story. So, you know, that this could be the sort of impetus for
1: that. And that would be really interesting. Didn't somebody's accepted speech tonight call out that stunts should be honored, or or am I imagining that? There were so What's many speeches. At HCA.
0: Oh, that, was S- yeah, that was Roger at, um when he accepted something for RRR at HTA.
1: All right, never mind. But yeah. either way, they're all blending <laughs> for me at this point. Uh, point being is that Top Gun Maverick won an award. Nobody seemed to know about it. Nobody seemed to care. And listen, I know that a week ago before everything happened with PGA and now Tonight and everything else, that there was a belief that Top Gun Maverick still had some fight in it to win Best Picture. I'm not anti-Top Gun Maverick because I'm pro everything, everywhere, all at once. I want to see Top Gun Maverick win as many Oscars as it, you know, can. Editing, sound. God, I wish it was nominated for cinematography. That movie definitely deserves recognition. And for it to win an award here and for it to just kind of be really just disregarded, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way, especially just, like I said, considering that this wasn't broadcast on national TV this year. They... But I do feel like it was because they probably just inherited the traditional format, and that's why I'm hopeful that maybe next year they can find a way to work it into the show somehow. Um, Otherwise, like I said, presentation of the show was very similar to what we've been accustomed to. Everybody opened up the show with the I'm an actor speech, which always gets (laughs) a great reaction depending on who they ask. One thing I think we all noticed right away in the very beginning, though, was the thunderous ovation that Jamie Lee Curtis received when it came to her. Cause yeah. prior to that, I'm like, all right, there's like applause, but I wasn't really paying attention to it until I heard the applause for her. And I was like, Whoa, everybody else was really quiet compared to that. <laughs> it was yeah. a moment.
2: And I was a little surprised that they didn't have a uh, key Kwan do one of those as well. And, but I guess like, you don't want to have too many people, more than one person from the same movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis makes more sense than him as the one representative. It was weird, but feels right somehow.
0: I don't know.
1: I don't know. I think I think it does. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Once I heard that
0: applause and just the reaction to her, I had turned to my friend Marie actually. And I was like, wow, like imagine if she actually wins tonight. haha!" And because I was I didn't think she was one or two. And then lo and behold, there she is. But yeah, that was definitely a precursor to um,
1: her trophy later. Yeah, I knew she was number three, most likely, but Mm -hmm. still, uh, Will Mavity actually captured a video of me reacting to the moment, and (laughs) my shock uh, was definitely real, I can tell you that much. Um, Before we get over to the film acting winners, I do want to say for the television side of things, no disrespect for them, but just for the sake of time, I want to get Dan Bear to bed. We're not going to go over all the television categories here. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> are you? Are you sure? Don't use me as an excuse. Listen, we're all on the West Coast, but you. I so. OK, are
2: you sure? I have been up later for a podcast.
1: That is true. That is true. I am a menace to society. I I, I do acknowledge <laughs> this. OK. All right. Well, with that said, then the other stunt category went to stranger things
2: also because i wanted to talk about how i was the only person on the team to get this one right
1: (laughs) a lot of us went with house of the dragon based on the precedent of game of thrones doing really well here in the past that didn't turn out to be the case here and instead stranger things dan what was your thought process behind picking it or did you just throw a dart at the board and say oh there you go
2: (laughs) well i mean for for one thing it um that show is just so huge. Like it is, that show is a real phenomenon, like, like Game of Thrones was, and kind of like nothing else since Game of Thrones has been, um, even more so than I think House of the Dragon was.
1: Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our instant reactions to the 2023 SAG Awards here on the Next Best Picture Podcast. In order to get the full-length hour-long reaction podcast, you will have to head on over to our Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you'll get the rest of this podcast and other exclusive podcast content from us. If you have been listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast, we are probably part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts be sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show we really appreciate your feedback and your support thank you so much for listening as always and we will see you all next time